0: Your hands to heaven and begin to thank God for being here this morning. Let's appreciate God for His mercy, let's appreciate God for His grace, let's thank Him for His faithfulness, let's thank Him for His provision. Our God is good, it's good, every time He's good. Worship Him, glorify Him, Father. We thank you, we worship You in Jesus' mighty name look at your people every day in every way I'm getting better this is my month of good news in Jesus name come on give God a high five hallelujah praise the Lord amen We'll Say a few things before uh, we take off this morning. I'd like to first of all uh, appreciate God for Brother Ovo, who's very <laughs> Hallelujah! Ovo is a wonderful guy, and since he came, not, he has overtaken almost everybody he meant here. Very focused. Very godly, very intelligent, and (laughs) multi-talented. And that's what happened. I thank God we are talking about the Holy Spirit now. The truth is that there's nothing that happens that God does not tell you. That morning, I prayed for them twice. After I prayed for them, they were going, I still called them back and prayed as if I knew. Uh, after this after, mommy has sat them down, pray with them, praise the Lord. But they didn't tell me they are not going together, because uh, I thought they were going together with a car, not knowing that Sharon was going to branch in uh, in Kedja. And so she decided to just take it direct. Because when I was praying, I was praying with the fourth dimension that they are going with the car. So I release the angels of the car. If they told me in my prayer it would have been a little bit uh, different. Praise the Lord. But it's not that devil will not try. But what matters that you will always be on the top. Praise the Lord. Amen. And as I said, she said at the time, she said, ah, so that is the last time she was in her parents. And she said, well, she's sure she's going to heaven. When she said that, I said, ah, couldn't have happened. It's not possible. I used to tell you here, it's not possible. I'm not boasting. I am, okay boasting in the Lord that we have covenants here, except you are not a member of this church. Except you don't take this church serious. That you are on your own. If you are a member, then you can be rest assured that your tomorrow is assured. Praise the Lord. If I tell you how many times they have tried in my family, me, because they know when things happen and they want to say, the Bible says, when they uh, strike the little head, shepherd or whatever. They have tried several want I told them one thing. The last time they tried I said, if you try it again, <laughs> I want them seriously. Praise the Lord. And I know some of them have to be consumed for trying me. Praise the Lord. It's not as if I'm so powerful one. No, but our God we serve is a faithful God. It's a covenant-keeping God. If you are part of the covenant, And do not just be a worshiper. Be a member. And one of the reasons that we said that you have to go through the wisdom school so that you know what we are preaching, who we are. If you don't go through the wisdom school, then you are just coming. You are not a member. Praise the Lord. You are not a member. You must know what we are preaching. You must come to Sunday school and in wisdom school at least 8.30. If you haven't done that, you are a worshiper. Praise the Lord.
1: Then,
0: good news is this month. Me, this is my testimony. This is my good, my new iPad. Hallelujah. People don't know what I go through here. Sometimes I'll be preaching the words, it will not disappear. I'll be cracking my brain. <laughs> you know, if, there, if it is not there, it's different. We will prepare us. I've already put everything down and I will be, by the time I gyrate like this, I come back. I see <laughs> Then I will be fumbling, trying to bring it out, saying some other things, repeating what I said before to, you know. It had been so uh, hectic. And um, I was trying to repair that one. Then my daughter said, why don't you just, because I repaired it with 15,000, it didn't work. I said I was going to repair it again. My daughter said, why don't you just look for a new one? I look at her. Because a new one is six figures. Praise the Lord. And I know that our church rent will still be due, and I can't be doing that. But what I did was that I said, OK, let's start from somewhere. I put something down. What I put down was just quarter of what it is. Before I knew it, I got it without paying any cover again. And that is the, the iPad, two in one. Praise the Lord. And I'm going to preach with you the first, the very first time this morning. Hallelujah. The anointing that came with it is heaven. Last week, we, we started a series talking about the Holy Spirit. I know the Holy Spirit is our senior pastor. People just say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, they don't know uh, exactly who the Holy Spirit is. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's good for us to know him on a personal note. Hallelujah. So we'll be doing part two this morning. Knowing the Holy Spirit. Knowing the Holy Spirit. And our anchor scripture is Genesis 1-2. Genesis 1-2. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for the privilege to share your word. Thank you for your people. Thank you for edification. Let your word empower us. Let your words give us wisdom. Let your word give us breakthrough. Give us understanding of your word. In the name of Jesus. And in this month of good news, let your world give us the good news that we want. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, the from that scripture we read, you know, like I said, the theme and firm understanding of this Bible from Genesis to Revelation is predicated on Genesis chapter one everything in Genesis. Everything started in Genesis. And so this is the first time the Holy Spirit will be introduced to us in the Bible, the very first time. So, and in our last last, uh, message, we established the fact that the Holy Spirit is always present know that the Holy Spirit is always what? Present. So when he said, whatever two or more are gathered, I'm there," he meant it. He meant it. He didn't miss so word. Well. So when we are in church like this, you don't need to be told that God is here. Praise the Lord. It is not only when somebody jump and fall or talk gibberishly, that you know God is there. No, 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 no. God is here. Let me tell everybody, say God is here. God is here. And he's always active. God is what? Active. God moves. Praise the Lord. God is active. He moves. He's always present. And we also learnt that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. So, the Holy Spirit is God. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. Therefore, the Holy Spirit is who? God. The Holy Spirit, Jesus and God the Father are together. But they don't operate differently. One operates at a time. And each time one is operating, the others are there. That was why when Jesus was here, he said, I have to go so that I will send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit. Now, at the time that Jesus was here, Holy Spirit was with him and God the Father was with him. For Holy Spirit to take over He had to go. But presently, Holy Spirit is the the walking arm of God with Jesus and God the Father behind him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because they are one, they cannot walk separately. One is always walking at a time and the three are there. So if I say, God is here. I'm saying the Holy Spirit is here. And Jesus is here. And God the Father is here. Praise the
1: Lord.
0: The Holy Spirit is the breath of God. The breath of God. And He is the wind of God. Praise the Lord. He is the breath of God. The breath of God, the wind of God. In the Old Testament, God used the wind to perform certain things in the person of the Holy Spirit. When the the Red Sea was going to divide into two, it was the east wind, the breath of God that became the east wind that represented the Holy Spirit, that parted the waters and they stood like walls and Israelites passed through. Praise the Lord. And that same great sea through which the people of god passed through when the enemies entered into it the walls of the water fell on them and they were swept away in this month of march whoever is against you will run dry the hand of god will rest upon you and in no evil hand shall be able to rest upon you because where there is light there can be no darkness in Jesus name so the Holy Spirit is the breath of God and therefore he is the wind of God these are just metaphors they are just Metaphors, metaphorically expressed. Now, it doesn't mean that the wind is the Holy Spirit. No. It doesn't mean that fire or the bread is the Holy Holy Spirit. No. They are just metaphors. The images with through which it operates. Praise the Lord. Just for instance, the bread. The bread gives us life. And last week we said that God gave us bread and we are supposed to breathe it out. And when we try to relate it to our service, mean God has given us life. And we need to give God back by serving Him. Now, if somebody breathes in and does not breathe out, The person ceases to live, praise the Lord. So there are Christians who are not living because they are not giving back to God. They want to live for themselves. They put God's own aside and they will do that only when they are very, very comfortable. Then you are not living because when you breathe in and do not breathe out, you are not living. Praise the Lord. So the breath of life that God gave us, we, we are supposed to bring, bring it out. Bring it out. That is taking in oxygen scientifically, you'll we'll bring out carbon dioxide. Only then you are existing. Praise the Lord. Amen. So that is talking about the Holy Spirit as wind of God. Now today I want to talk about the Holy Spirit as fire. The Holy Spirit has fire. The Holy Spirit is a fire of God. Generally, fire is used to denote many things. I'll give you about three or four. The Holy Spirit is a fire of God. And I've told you that these are just metaphors it doesn't mean that the holy spirit is a uh, fire just here we don't you know here you observe that we don't use uh, anointing oil too much we don't we are not giving to it because we have the understanding that the oil is not the holy spirit well it just that it was used in the old testament as a metaphor praise the lord amen so first fire represents light Fire represents what? Light. So that means that light comes from fire. You can't you cannot have life, light without fire. So our primary source of light is the sun. You know that sun is basically a ball of fire. We are seeing now, that's because the sun is on. The light of the day comes from the sun. Praise the Lord. Amen? Every source of light is fire. So fire is light. Fire is light. So when the Holy Spirit is operating in the life of a man, he consumes the darkness. He brings his light and consumes the darkness. Praise the Lord. The devil is a symbol of darkness and God is a symbol of light. And the Holy Spirit carries that light. And because the Holy Spirit is in us, we are the light. That's why the Bible says we are the light of the world. You are light in your family, and you are a light among your community. And wherever you appear, let your light shine, because you have the light. Now for it to shine depends on you, praise the Lord. If you have a touch light with me, and I'm walking in the dark, and I do not switch switch it on to brighten the day, is it the fault of the touch light? Eh? It's me who has refused to sit it on. So some of us are believers and we are light carriers, but the light is not shining because we are not walking in the order for which the light could shine. And perhaps after today, the wisdom to shine will overtake you. You will shine in your family you will shine among your contemporaries. In your business, you will shine. In this Lagos, you will shine. When you are talking about eminent personalities to decide the fate of Lagos, they will call you because you are one of the light carriers. Your light will shine in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Two, fire also represents judgment fire represents judgment it's also a metaphor of the holy spirit judgment if you read the bible you will find that the fire represents judgment in certain situations one reference is the story of sodom and gomorrah praise the lord where the fire is used to issue judgment. And the Holy Spirit is walking, issuing judgment every now and then. And that's why we have the understanding that we don't need to pray against our enemies. Praise the Lord. Me and Mommy don't fight, sons. I know I won't pray against my mom, but Ivan same guy, he say, he cannot talk, say, back to the I say, I, say, I talk, so go I say, I take, I talk. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes you get annoyed and say, i do not go talk about huh? Every but the truth is that you don't need to say it. Praise the Lord. Because God issues judgment. He said the battle is mine. He said revenge is mine. For everyone that gathers against you, God will scatter them. Amen. God will issue them judgment with his fire for those who refuse to accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, they will see judgment. Praise the Lord. And you have been judged to be faithful servant. And you have been saved and heavenly bound. But we are not in a hurry. Praise the Lord. In this church, we are not in a hurry for hell. Amen we are going to be here for a long time and enjoy ourselves everywhere and get satisfied hallelujah amen that's my people you are blessed amen. number two the Holy Spirit also operates as the fire that purifies uses the fire to issue judgment also uses the fire to, for purification it is used to make things pure. Holy Spirit makes us pure, it forgives our sins, and washes. Praise the Lord. When it comes to you, it, 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 it removes all the contaminations in you and, and keep you pure. Praise the Lord. In the Old Testament, offering is purified with fire. In the old testament offering is purified with fire they will lay an offering on the altar and it will be burnt with fire that is making it acceptable to god praise the lord so fire purifies Even in the physical world, you want to get gold. Fire purifies gold. Once it is burnt with fire, it means that the offering is purified and accepted. Praise the Lord. And fire also denotes empowerment. God also used the fire of the Holy Spirit to empower us. In Isaiah chapter 6, verse 7 to 8. I want to have time to read it. The Bible says that He touched my lips with a burning cold and said, This has touched my your lips, and now your guilt is gone. Praise the lord and your sins are forgiven so prophet Isaiah had fire put on his tongue and that means he was empowered to do the work of god prophesy praise the lord so fire is another way of empowering believers I personally, when God gave to anoint me, it started with fire. It just came to me. And used uh, a former general overseer, when I was in fourth square, praise the Lord. He came to me wearing white. Say you are praying, you have not even asked for the power. Then I don't know what he did. I saw a flame of fire just before me. But it was not burning me, it, it was not hot. And the, the flame of fire became a mirror, and I saw Jesus staring at me. Praise the Lord. And that was long ago. And out of fear, in fact. And the power was who ahead me, looking straight. I saw Jesus looking at me. It was coming, you know, like a zoom. As it was coming closer, I had to force myself out of that uh, revelation. If it is now, I would have said, oh, my Lord, do this for me. <laughs> How do I say? What do you want me to do? I didn't have the knowledge then. I but I saw fire. I was anointed. So I never even knew it was in the Bible, in Matthew. And later I discovered that it was in the Matthew, Matthew chapter 5, it said that he will anoint you with fire and the Holy Spirit. Because when the fire came, he put his anointing on me. Praise the Lord. Amen. So fire is to empower somebody for the work of God. So the Holy Spirit is the evidence of God's presence. So when you have the Holy Spirit, with means God is present. Genesis, chapter 15, verse 17. I won't be able to read it, but I'll just refer to it. Many times in the Bible, the fire of God shows that God is present in a place. God is present in a place. But today, we don't need to see fire to know that God is uh, present in a place. This is because today we have Christ in us. Praise the Lord. You don't need to see the fire to know that God is present. In the old days before Jesus came when they see fire oftentimes it could be the presence of God. But today we don't need to see the fire. We just know that in us is Christ. So we are carrying the fire. It means that there is fire of God in you. And that's why when you tell the devil you are consumed, it can be consumed. Praise the Lord. Amen. There is fire of God resident in you. And that fire is not to consume your neighbor, it's for purification. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's why you lay hands on the sick and command the the infirmity, the spirit of the infirmity to consume, to be consumed, and they will be consumed, and the person will be well. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we have fire of God in us. That's in the Old Testament, they could see fire and the same God. But in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit is the evidence and the seal of our salvation in Christ. Evidence and seal of our salvation in Christ and that's why in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13, it said in him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom also having believed you were seed with the Holy Spirit of promise praise the Lord praise the Lord so that is the Holy Spirit here. When you give your life to hear the word of God and you give your life to Christ, the Spirit of God comes to seal your spirit or a promise. Meaning that at the end of the day, that spirit of promise will be the one to take you to heaven. Praise the Lord. Let's seal your spirit so much so that your body, what you be contamination in your body, will not affect your spirit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's why even when, when, you, when you make mistake or whatever it's here and now, but your spirit is saved. Do something that is not good, your body could be destroyed, but your spirit is saved. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is the work of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because he's the one that makes us know that Christ is in us. In the Old Testament, it was a physical fire. You saw, you can see physical fire, you see. But now it is his presence within that is the evidence that we are saved and that we are born again. And that we are children of God. We are children of God. Somebody say I'm a, child of God. I'm a child of God. I have the Holy Spirit in me. And in Christ. And in Christ is a hope of my glory. Hallelujah. And Christ is the hope of glory. My glory. Hallelujah. So, when people say uh, people, those people that pray, prayer, that kind of they can say, oh, somebody has taken your glory, or whatever. They, uh, you know that they are talking out of ignorance. The Holy Spirit is in you, it is the hope of your glory. Somebody cannot take your Holy, the Holy Spirit of God that has come to seal you. They say they want to cover your glory. No, who can cover? Can anybody cover Christ? Praise the Lord. There's lack of knowledge. Your glory is untouchable. As long as Christ is there, He's the hope of your glory. Hallelujah. So don't believe them. They lack knowledge. Amen. And that's one thing they have. White House. God has given us the knowledge, and every day we are increasing in His knowledge. Praise the Lord. That's why the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals God's glory, and the word glory comes from the Hebrew that is translated heaviness. Because you know, the first word glory was mentioned in the book of in the, in the Old Testament, and the Old Testament was written or translated from Hebrew. So the word glory translated from Hebrew means heaviness. In Exodus 19, chapter 17-18 to 18, His presence is heavy. That means when you say His presence, that means that means a dominary. His presence is domineering. When God is present, you see heaviness. He dominates. Praise the Lord. Sometimes in your body you can feel it. You feel when we are having service you can just feel heaviness. you can just feel his presence heavy, dominating, dominiary praise the Lord he is a dominiary personality and that is why when his presence is heavy in a place we know that the glory of God is present so when you feel that heaviness you feel that sensation you know that the glory is presence. It's heavy in a place. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But whether you feel anything or not, just know you are in God's presence. Just know you are in God's presence. It's not compulsory that you feel something before you know he's there. You may not feel anything, but just know God is present. That's why we behave ourselves when we are in, in the presence of God. So people who are worshiping, they want to start the service and say, "Let's invite the presence of God." They don't know what they are doing. The moment you gather, God is there. He's always present. You don't need to invite him. he's there? You only need to appreciate him. Can just say, let's, uh, "Let's appreciate God's presence in our midst." Not that let's invite God, uh, the Holy Spirit to our midst. Where where you go before? Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor Be careful for nothing. Hallelujah. In Exodus 24, verse 17 to 18, we see on the mountain when the children of Israel saw fire above the mountain, that similar to the one Moses himself had seen in the bony bush. The Bible calls it the glory of God so when the glory of god appears in a place that appearance of glory is a work of the holy spirit he is the one that executes he is the one that brings to life he is the one that brings to reality that which God intended to do. He's the one that executes, that carries out assignments. He's the one that brings to life whatever is there. He's the one that brings to reality, the project, the attention of God into reality to bring the conceptualization to actualization. Praise the Lord. So today we don't Needs to go to any mountain. So when people say I'm going to Kohi Mountain, I go to Abak Me, I have been to so many mountains. You know? That's one we climb. One to. That's one we climb. To climb to the top. God just say let me cook, stay here." Because <laughs> as though as high the mountain is, that you are closer to God is a lie. Who, the, fact, the higher you climb, the more you are becoming. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Why? The Holy Spirit is present. Does it doesn't stay in the mountain. Uh-uh. It does not stay in, the, in an elevated uh, hill. It's in you. It's in you. It's here. It is for you to activate His presence. The more you are able to acknowledge His presence in you, the more you are able to tap into the glory that He carries. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Lord. So what the Holy Spirit does is that He makes us spiritually sensitive spiritually sensitive. He makes us aware of God's presence. He makes us recognize that presence, that presence of God. He makes us recognize that the place we are is holy ground. This place is holy ground. Not only here. Everywhere here. So this is just an elevated platform. The glory that is in here is the one that is there. Praise the Lord. It's in me. Because it's in you. Hallelujah. It's in you and it's in our midst. Praise the Lord. Do you know that God's presence can be in a place? His power can be in a place and yet we don't know it. And that's why I'm bringing this teaching that you become sensitive aware of the presence of the power of God praise the Lord the Holy Spirit can be here walking moving yet we are cracking jokes having fun Yet, God is present. In the service, some of us pray. I say, I'll be praying. Robert, there's no particular time. God can answer your prayer anytime. Your, 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 the answer to your prayer can be brought to you anytime. It could be the first hour of the day when we are having our worship. It could be during wisdom school. It could be during the victory prayer. It could be during the announcement. It could be during the message like this. So what that means, you have to be sensitive in God's presence. I see some people, most of uh, uh Preaching will be going on, they will be cracking joke. Some will be pressing their phone. They will be laughing. Perhaps that moment is when the answer to your presence arrives. And if you are not in the spirit, I mean, sensitive to your spirit to receive, you miss it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You can't receive in the canon. But if you are focused and you are in the spirit, it could be dropped on you. And you will see the manifestation. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's not that you must see the Holy Spirit giving you something or whatever, but just be sensitive. Just recognize that you are in the presence of God. Listen to what is happening per time. If it is message, you listen to message. If this worship, follow the worship and worship. If it is praise, people are dancing with the consciousness that God is here. The Holy Spirit is the one that guides God's children. He guides us. What to do? That money, that mommy Normally, some of them, when they are going the morning or early in the morning or Monday, they don't even bother to disturb me. My mommy will just pray for them and they go. Praise the Lord. I think it is always been that guided mommy to call them and sat them down and started talking to them. Started talking to them and then prayed for them. That would have been enough. Praise the Lord. The seed came to me to pray. It's the Holy Spirit that was guiding. I prayed for them; they were going. I called them back. I prayed again, not knowing that there was something just a few hours. ago. They didn't even know that she dropped from Sharon's car here because Sharon would now go to Kenya, and she wanted to be in the office in the Orlando. I didn't know that as I stepped into my room, and she was already in trouble. Praise the Lord. But because God has already guided us to pray the way we pray, and that God has already kept us, and she got out of that trap. See, Holy Spirit is the one that guides. Guides us and secures us. You will not... Fall out of his protection. You will not fall out of God's protection. In your going out, in your coming in, he will protect you. In these days of um, government lapses, Nara tumbling and dwindling, you will eat better food. You will buy better clothes. You will drive better cars. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Don't you see my laptop? Is it not better? <laughs> i be an iPad and laptop. Everything I call it here, yeah. I'm correct. Praise the Lord. This is six figure thousands. So be careful. (laughs) Amen. The Holy Spirit signals God's approval. You see, in the Old Testament, you'll find that sacrifices are made with fire. When they want to make a sacrifice to God, they make it with fire. But once in a while, a sacrifice will be made, and before the people could light the fire, huh, the fire of God would come by itself and consume the sacrifice without the people lighting the fire. Hmm. God Himself lights the fire. Anytime that happens, then the people will know that God has approved. The sacrifice. Hallelujah. But as a believer today, you don't need the fire to consume. When it comes from your mind and drop your offering or your will, free will donation that comes from your heart. And you look around and say, Oh, this place, we need to put an AC here. And so, Pastor, okay, let's get it. Or, I look at what God has blessed you. You want to recognize that, yes, God, it is by your power I got this blessing. So, this is to acknowledge you as my talent. It's accepted. Praise the Lord. But well, some people preach nonsense out there. Using canality to look at the things of God. Praise the Lord. And some tell you uh, a tithe is not needed, whatever. I will start. I will teach about tithe next week. Praise the Lord. I will start. I will go to. I'm going to do two messages on giving. Two messages on giving. I'm finishing the Holy Spirit. Uh, uh, knowing the Holy Spirit today although there are so many other things to say but I'll just end it here but next week I will start a series on giving because this is last month of our um, Greater Fruits Conference so we cannot finish the conference without talking about giving because giving is part of serving God and a part of the way you invest in the kingdom that blesses you it's an investment you make You don't lose, praise the Lord. That would be next week, and don't fear to come. Those of you who don't want to hear it, if you don't come, that's your business. Hallelujah! So, the fire of God would come and consume the sacrifice. That was the fact in First King chapter 18 verses 38 and 39 it talks about the sacrifice of Elijah challenging the prophets of Baal the sacrifice of Elijah challenging, let's know the true God let's know the true God so what do you do call on your God any God that answers by fire is the true God the Baals, the unbelievers the Babalaos, the occultic powers, the witches and wizards, the mammothers, they gather together, they call on their God, God no answer. And they say, ah, what happened? Is, is your God travel? Did he travel? Or is he sleeping? If he's sleeping, go and wake him up. They call, 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 no answer. Praise the Lord. When he got to Elijah, you know what Elijah did? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Then there have been no rain. There had been no rain in the land. Know what he did? He said they should go and bring buckets of water. It's like as things are dry now, you are saying, go on, and they say everybody go and bring five five bags of rice. Somebody that wants to use life to consume sacrifice. Why did he need water? Hello? Uh, Is it water you should put a big carosy? They put woods together and said they should start pouring water. (laughs) Now I want you to understand something here. Water then was very, very scarce. And Elijah wanted them to sweat themselves and fulfill that mission. They brought water. Say no, rich, Make them bring again until the thing started flowing. I said, God, that answered by fire, and the fire came, consumed the water. Say, this is the true God. We serve God that does wonders, and that talks about giving. God always responds to giving. Those who think they are smart with God, they are smart for themselves. Praise the Lord. When God says to it, he be, doesn't even need it. He just needs your response and obedience. What brought us here today is because of the obedience of one man. God goes with obedience, praise the Lord. He wanted them to obey and so that their God will do something that they can be proud of. And the prophet of Baal were consumed. And their God stood strong. Hallelujah. I pray for somebody this morning. Your God will stand for you. Amen. When things are difficult, your God will not be missing. Amen. When you cry to your God, he will answer you. Amen. When you miss something, God will provide. Amen. When you are in battleground, he will give you victory. Amen god will circumvent you with his fire and power in the name of jesus god will guide you and lead you to your place of breakthrough god will know you and speak to you and you will hear in the name of jesus when there is a casting down in your camp there should be a shout of lifting a shout of good news, a shelf of the glory of God. In the name of Jesus, your God will not fail you. He will stand for you. He will release for you. He will satisfy your needs. In the name of Jesus, I pray for the capacity to respond to the moves of the Holy Spirit. When your, when your blessings shall come, you will not miss it. Amen in the name of Jesus. Your prayers are heard. Your prayers are heard. The answers have come. This is your month of good news. It's your month of shouts for joy. Lift up your hands and shout Hallelujah. Oh Lord, my God. When I in awesome wonder, come see thou, thy walk, thy hands are blessed. I receive thy smile.
1: Part 2